0: You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now, instead of staying stuck in wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question. And this podcast, along with our Let's Talk Autism newsletter and our private sisterhood, will give you the answers. My name is Shannon Urkiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me and let's get on to this week's episode. You are listening to Not Your Average Autism Mom, episode 25. What you might not know about echolalia. Well, hey there, mamas. Thanks for joining me today. I feel like it has been a crazy couple weeks since I've been here. Um, we had our first opening of 2021 for our private membership and welcome lots of new members. But during that time, geez, you guys, we are so busy over here answering all the questions and making sure for all of you who want to join us inside that you have all of the luscious details of what you'll find inside our membership. So, anyways, we are we can take a step back now, and since we're closed, and just focus a hundred percent on our members inside, which really excites us. And if you are interested, and you haven't joined the waitlist yet for when we open next, make sure you head over to the website at notyouraverageautismmom.com and get on the waitlist. So today I'm going to talk about something that many of us deal with along our autism journey, and that is echolalia of speech. Now, because we have moms that are in all different places along their journey, just know that if you are further along, this topic may not be as important to you. But for our new mamas and for you moms that are further along too, stay with me. This is pretty important and it's a very common trait with our kiddos. This was actually one of the very first signs of autism in Jordan when he was just two years old. So what is echolalia of speech? Echolalia of speech is when a person repeats words, noises, or phrases that they hear. They may not be able to communicate effectively because they struggle to express their own thoughts. It's also sometimes referred to as scripted language. Now, before I go any further, let me preface this by saying that echolalia is also part of normal language development in typical developing children as well. The difference is in our kiddos with autism, it will continue on past, usually about two and a half years old, um, it will uh, diminish in typical developing children. But for our kids, it will continue on. So it is quite common in our children who have some language, but are not conversational. Uh, let's just say like someone using echolalia might only be able to repeat a question rather than answer it. That's what happened in our house for years. I will tell y'all, Jordan has always used echolalia. The repeating of words or phrases still you know, come from movies, TV commercials, you know, anywhere. And I can tell you at 24, he often still uses echolalia in his solo time, just repeating phrases from movies that he likes or SpongeBob or Harry Potter movies. And the other thing is it's not always that they would repeat like the entire question. So let's just say that you ask, do you want some milk? they might just say milk instead of saying yes, but that, that is a form of echolalia. There are actually two different ways that echolalia presents itself. One is known as immediate echolalia. When children repeat words right after they hear them, that is known as immediate echolalia. The second is delayed echolalia or That's also referred to as scripting. So when they repeat words at a later time, many times in children and adults with more severe autism, this delayed echolalia presents itself in times of stress for them. And they tend to perseverate and will repeat it over and over and over. It's actually a form of stemming to calm themselves. As a result of the time delay, delayed echolalia often seems just really unusual because these phrases or sentences, or um, they're used out of context. So, you know, a child, let's just say like a child might really enjoy a song that they sang at school during circle time. And then later when you're at home, all you hear is circle time, circle time. Instead of them saying that they want to sing or hear the song, they just say circle time. Likely more than once because again, there might be some frustration there because they want to hear or sing the song, but due to the communication barrier, they're not gonna get their needs met because you mama likely will not know what they want. So while it might be difficult to figure out what a child is trying to say when he or she uses Echolalia, learning a little bit about this type of speech can help you figure out the meaning behind his or her message. There's really three things that you need to know about Echolalia. Typically, developing children tend to begin learning language by first understanding and using single words, and then as they learn and understand those single words, they gradually string them together to make phrases and sentences. Children with autism often follow a much different path. Their first attempts at language are usually chunks of language, phrases, which they are not able to break down into smaller parts. So these chunks are more grammatically complicated than they could put together themselves, and they don't understand what the individual words mean by themselves. So let me tell you what I mean. So let's just say that he says, it's time for your bath every time he hears you filling up the bathtub. He knows that those words have something to do with taking a bath, but he doesn't know what the words it's or time or even bath mean individually. And he can't use those words in other sentences because he does not understand all of the words he uses. I mean, listen, he uses the pronoun incorrectly. So he's saying your bath instead of my bath. See how that works? We can help our kids who use echolalia by helping them to learn to break down bigger chunks of language and understand what the individual words mean so they can use them with more flexibility. There may be times when children, you know, I talked about earlier when they use it kind of as a stimming or to soothe themselves when they're upset. And in those cases, echolalia is not intended to send a message to someone because they're using it as stimming. But there are also many reasons why children use echolalia to communicate. The first one is to ask for things. So she might say, do you want milk? or even shorter. She might just say milk, to ask for milk, because she's heard you ask if she wants milk that way several times. So that's how she says, can I have milk? She just says, do you want milk or milk? The next way is to start an interaction or keep it going. So let's just say that they might initiate a game of hide-and-seek by using a line from the game. So instead of saying, I want to play hide-and-seek, she'll say, get ready, here I come. And you're supposed to know that she wants to play hide-and-seek. The next way is to draw someone's attention to something. So he might want you to see something. So what he might do is instead of... Um, saying, Hey mom, come here and look at this. He might say, look at the plane or see the stars. You know, something that he's heard said before when someone was having him look at something. The next one is to, um, to say no to something. So um, he might say, you don't want to wear those shoes as you're getting his shoes out to go somewhere. But what he really means is, I don't want to wear those shoes. But he'll say, you don't want to wear those shoes. And the last one is to answer yes. So um, if they say, do you want some ice cream? Right after you asked him if he wanted ice cream, he may actually want some ice cream. And really, do you want some ice cream? Really just means yes. So, figuring out the meaning behind echolalia can be tricky. Looking at the context is very important, and thinking about the time when they originally heard it can help too. With a little detective work, and you guys hear me say this all the time, so much along our journey is diving deep and doing the detective work. It's possible to figure out what he's trying to tell you. Go back to what I said earlier. Remember them saying circle time and the frustration that likely followed because you had no idea what they were talking about. That is where mom detective sets in because I can assure you that tomorrow morning you're asking the teacher to help you figure out why he was saying circle time and you'll find out that he really liked that specific song. See, then you've done the work. And you found the answer. So next time they say circle time, you can say, do you want to hear the song wheels on the bus? (laughs) I say that and I'm thinking, I'm probably certainly showing my age here. Some of you guys might not even know the song wheels on the bus. But anyways, that was one of our favorites when Jordan was little. So like so many things along our journey. This takes patience, lots and lots of patience. And, you know, if you're one of those mamas whose child perseverates and uses scripting as a form of stimming, you need even more patience. I've worked with moms whose children perseverated on a phrase hundreds of times while stimming to calm down. You might have to hear something from a movie script or a TV show over and over and over again. Here's what I want to offer you. And I want to I I want to tell you something that I want you to try to remember in that moment. In that moment when you're hearing it over and over and you don't think that you can take it for another second. Just remember that there are millions of moms who pray for their child to say one word. And look, I know in that moment, that isn't always easy. Look, if you get it one out of 10 times, you're making progress. But just try to be grateful that your child can say words because so many of our autism families only dream of hearing their child say words. So the key to helping a child who uses echolalia is to figure out the meaning behind the echolalia and then respond in a way that helps him learn. You can do this by being their detective and then their interpreter. So... You guys, I hope that this episode was beneficial and if you are enjoying our podcast and you enjoy listening and it's it's providing you with valuable information that, you know, you can utilize along your journey, please subscribe. Um, make sure you don't miss an episode and take a minute to write a review because that's how we reach other moms just like you who are all raising a child with autism. So thank you so much. I will see you guys in a few weeks. Um, I hope that, uh, you all have amazing couple weeks. And in case I did not remind you already, you are doing amazing at this mom thing. Thanks so much. You guys take care. Hey, so if you are loving what you are learning on the podcast, you really should check out our private membership. Our Not Your Average Autism Mom community is where we dive deeper into all of the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day when you learn to manage your mind. You will have access to all of our training and resources that you will need along your autism parenting journey, and you will develop relationships with other moms just like you, all raising a child with autism. It is my absolute favorite place to be. So head on over to the website at www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to get all the details. And please, if we're not open right now for new members, we only open a couple times a year. Be sure to join the wait list so that you'll be the first to know when we're going to open. I hope you do. I would love to work with you inside.